closing for the whole month, and we come from Canada. It took a long trip to get here. Hello, everyone. We hope that self-quarantine's going well. My name is Joe. I'm currently drinking a mimosa because it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Probably in the Atlantic Ocean right now. It's 1 o'clock, whatever. It's all fine. We're all fine. We're all, we're all great. Joining me right now for this very special episode is Brian. Brian, how are you doing? I'm great, Joe. Thank you. Good. Welcome to our very special episode of Park Scope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. Uh, where, uh, things got weird real quick. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Brian? Got weird on the last podcast. It got weird very quickly. Shit got real. Um, so for those who didn't listen to our last episode, uh, basically before the time of recording till the end of recording, uh, the president of the United States had a, uh, nighttime press conference talk, whatever, and basically instituted a travel ban to all countries except the United Kingdom and Ireland, um, promised a bunch of stuff that wasn't going to happen because he was speaking off the top of his head, uh, they also canceled the NBA season, or postponed it, I think they postponed it, yeah, they postponed the Sus- NBA season. Suspended, I think, is the, the official term. Yes. Thank you. One of the players was uh, diagnosed with having... Coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, and also Tom Hanks and his wife had the virus in uh, Australia, so they are currently under self-quarantine. Um, since then, <laughs> it's been a, how shall I put this, an update, like a minute, of the world. Uh, currently, no Walt Disney World, currently no Disney Park is open. Uh, only one Universal Park is open, ironically, uh, Universal Studio Singapore. So, yep. if you guys want to ride that Puss in Boots coaster, knock your knock your socks off, pun intended. Uh, um, and, I, and I think Singapore was, is probably going to stay open. I think they're one of the ones that are over the peak. I don't want to, you know. That sounds like it, uh, yeah. 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 Um, Additionally, there's no major sporting events happening anymore. Um, I believe the last holdout was the Masters, and that's been uh, now postponed or canceled. Um, On Wednesday, everything was going okay. Thursday and Friday, uh, the MLB season and preseason was delayed. Um, NCAA NCAA tournament totally canceled. Um, Everything from NASCAR to wrestling... You name it, it's postponed. Um, just this morning, Apple has closed every single Apple store outside of China, um, if you didn't see that news. Uh, reportedly, the Disney stores are having a, press con- are having a, uh, a store-wide conference call this coming Monday, which you know what that's going to be. Um, but yeah, things are getting real bad real quick. Um, also, the uh, the House has approved a bill. Um, I forget what it's called exactly. It's like the Family Preparedness Bill or something like that. Um, sure. The yeah. Corona Bill. Yeah, the, <laughs> basically the Corona Bill. And basically what it, it does, um, and I want to make sure I get this correct, 
because it's very, very um, uh, in depth. It, it's in depth and important, and it's an absolutely uh, fantastic thing that um, has actually come out of the government. Thank God. Um, uh, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Sorry, as you can tell, things have been <laughs> crazy. Also, this mimosa is delicious. You know that nine dollar bottle of prosecco at Giant Eagle is really paying off right now. Um, I'm still scrolling. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, also, um, Rise of the Skywalker dropped last night on iTunes, and um, additionally, uh, Frozen Two is going to be up on Disney Plus tomorrow. So they're both still terrible movies. I haven't seen Frozen Two yet, so I should probably see that. Um, so the uh, bill that uh, the House has passed is called the Families First Corona Response Act. Um, parts of, there, there's several parts of legislation. Uh, the big ones are um, secured pay leave, emer- uh, paid emergency leave with two weeks paid sick leave and up to three months of family and medical leave. Um, families food security, basically strengthening nutrition uh, security initiatives, including SNAP, student meals, seniors, nutrition, and food banks. Um, and increase federal funds for Medicaid to support local, state, tribal, and territorial governments with their health care systems. Um, currently, the uh, Senate is out uh, per uh, <laughs> Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell calling. Oh, hey. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> um, uh, uh, a recess, but uh, we expect that to be, you know— probably canceled or called in soon because recently the president has said he supports the house bill and will sign it. Um, so that's a big turning point, especially considering, uh, how many in the United States do not have, um, paid medical leave and things of that nature. Um, I just talked a bunch, Brian, do you have anything to say? (laughs) I, I mean, there's some more to talk about, including theme parks, but what are your kind of vibes right now? How are you feeling? Are you doing well? I think so. You know, now everybody, anytime somebody coughs, we just look at a corona. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's a lot to unpack. It's, I mean, even, you know, telling people the story from when we last recorded, you just felt like a tide shift in that one hour of, okay, this shit's serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it took was Tom Hanks and Rudy Gobert. So <laughs> who, who knew? <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it seems little by little, you know, it's, it's, it's bizarre because two weeks ago we were talking like, yeah, we'll be fine. Like, we know it's serious, but we'll be fine. Um, you know, making plans to the end of the month, you know, I had friends coming in for Mardi Gras weekend. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, even up until as early as this Monday, Tuesday, you know, we were, we were kind of joking cause plane flights were, were dirt cheap. You know, I, Thirty-four dollars, forty bucks. I booked my Halloween Horror Nights trip, for example. You know, I, it's a hundred fifty bucks round trip, nonstop from Pittsburgh to Orlando. So, yeah, yeah. It's 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 just like we were kind of taking it seriously, but also taking advantage of the situation. And then by Wednesday, that tide shirted shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If uh, originally so. Behind the scenes talk for y'all. Uh, originally, our plan was to record at 8 p.m. on Friday, uh, on Wednesday. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, Banks uh, 
the time shift had uh, kind of screwed up his kid's sleep schedule. So he's like, I can't guarantee eight, but I can guarantee nine. So I'm like, okay, let's do nine. So at that point, uh, if we recorded at eight, we'd have been fine, man. Everything would be cool. We'd have been talking. But now it's like, that's a um, a time capsule if I've ever seen one. Um, I haven't felt, like this feels monumental along the lines of, I knew where I was when, like, the financial, you know, collapse of late 20... Was it 2008 or 2007? I think it was 2008, right? I think technically 08. Yeah, 08. Where I you... think it was starting uh, in 07, but by 08, because that was sort of like the final straw on the... Uh... They were kind of throwing Band-Aids until it finally just went... Yeah. Um, 2008, um, this feels monumental like that. This feels monumental like... Where we all were during 9-11, I remember being in my ninth grade history class with the TV, and then also during my English class with my uh, teacher crying because her uh, father had visited the Twin Towers uh, the day before, but he was not there. She found out later, but she was very emotional and concerned. Um, yeah, this, this definitely feels like a turning point. Um and all it took was Tom Hanks and uh, the NBA. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of finally hit home what this is and um, what we're facing. And uh, some people are still in denial about it. Um, I think some people will remain in denial about it. I'm also a lot watching a cute um, wiener dog poop outside uh, of my apartment complex. Nice. So I'm watching. I'm 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 watching. I'm watching the dogs. What can I say? If if there's anything that's positive that's come out of this, it's that you have now had the ability to watch a wiener dog take a shit outside your door. Exactly. The dogs don't don't catch it. So the the who let the who let the dogs out? Don't you? Do- uh, <laughs> I did the tweet. I did the tweet joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so there's a lot going on right now. Um, I, I think we're all kind of emotional and confused and anxious. Um, for example, I was expecting to go to Orlando in the middle of April uh, for um, my buddy's wedding, one of my fraternity brother's weddings. I had Dockside uh, basically booked. I was planning on hanging, having a good time. That's now up in the air. I don't know if that's happening or not. I'm not bugging them about that because that's the last thing they probably need right now is the – Newlywed couple, me bugging them about this. Um, uh, Yeah, I was going to go do some traveling for work and personal. That sounds like it's either now canceled or at least postponed of some sort. Um, It's been all kind of crazy. Yeah. Any other thoughts you want to add just kind of in general before we kind of dive more into specifics, especially about Parks, Brian? Uh, no, I, th- I think by April, at least in my best case scenario, I think middle of April, if, because I, I know, and, and this is, this is, I'm not trying to start, obviously, political talk, um, it, it seemed now they're being a bit more proactive than they were in the past, I don't know if it's too little too late, I do know that we're following the same sort of trends that Italy did, um, We'll see. We'll see. They're, they're, it seems like they're going balls to the wall now, finally. Um, so hopefully it, it does curve that, that, that peak. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, 
I guess we'll see. You know, like I, like you said, you have a trip in April. I have um, that, tri- that little mini trip that we booked for the opening day of, of Dockside. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still kind of like we're we're going through with it, um, but we're still kind of like on edge, wait, waiting for that email from Universal. Like, you know what? It's canceled. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but also, like, I, I, so one of the things I'm torn about personally, and, um, I saw a, uh, an article from The Atlantic, and it's, uh, an epidemiologist, a ethicist, and a moral philosopher talk about ordering out food, and I'm like, that's a great start to a a joke. An epidemiologist, a moral philosopher, and a, uh, an ethicist walk into a bar. (laughs) Um, but they're, you know, they're talking about like, you know, there's people who need to work. And, you know, in the service industry, we're already seeing, a, a you know, a, a pretty big collapse in areas that have already been affected, like Seattle. Like, I think 30%, you know, cancellations, you know, like week over week um, for, for going to restaurants. And it's just absolutely terrifying, you know, for a, you know, for Orlando, which is predominantantly a service industry. Um and and a lot of those people don't have you know paid sick time and it, it's absolutely terrifying, and mm. um, you know I'm kind of like on the borderline of like well do you go out and do you get food and tip very well and you know be generous and you know things of that nature or like do you stay at home like I I, I don't know I don't have that answer right now and like I can't I can't fault anyone like a, as much as like locals are going to like the parks right now and I'm like hey maybe you should stay home. Like, I don't know, like, your, your local, you know, Chinese food restaurant, like, you know, it, it should you be ordering from that? I think yes, because, like, hey, support local businesses. Disney will be fine. But, like, your mom-and-pop corner, you know, pizza joint, you know, maybe throw them some bones. I, I One of the good things I heard was uh, order gift cards. Buy gift cards now so they can have liquidity um, right now so they can weather this storm. Um I'm thinking about doing that for some restaurants in the area. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of crazy and nuts. And I don't know. I think this, this episode will be a little cathartic too, which is always, always good. Um, so uh, one, uh, one thing that I keep seeing um, about the virus and something I want to bring up. Um, and all, if you're not driving right now and you're on your phone or on your laptop, uh, one of the recommendations, um, including you, Brian, is to visit the website flattenthecurve.com. F-L-A-T-T-E-N, thecurve.com. It is a fantastic resource um, for the virus. Um, the name of it comes from the concept of we're going to get cases no matter what. The idea is that we want to limit interactions, so the uh, maximum amount of exposure stays underneath the healthcare system capacity. Um, with no protective measures, uh, you immediately skyrocket and spike like Italy has, and you overwhelm the health, thing, the, uh, the health system, and there's just not enough beds or you know medical staff to basically support those who are sick. Um, but if you flatten the curve by practicing, you know the basics like washing your hands, using um, uh, anti antimicrobial and antibiotic and antibiotic, but like you know, hand sanitizer, um, things of that nature, uh, canceling non-essential major functions. You can flatten the curve. Um, but this is a great website uh, for anyone who is um, 
who who wants answers and also for uh, answers to people who are assholes. <laughs> so people who are saying, uh, oh, it's just the flu. Well, no, it's not just the flu. Here's some examples of stats. You know, um, at best, uh, coronavirus is going to be 10 times deadlier than the flu. At best. So uh, if you have, like I do, several jerks in your work who are talking during lunch breaks at the TV saying, ah, this is just blah, blah, blah. You can be like, ah, no, no. Uh, <laughs> little fun fact about that. Um, but this is a fantastic resource. Um, seriously, if you have not read it yet, please do so. Um, the idea behind it is to provide um, non-biased information, including policies that can be implemented um, along, along with hope, um, a lot of hope. Um, we just got to work on it, guys, and uh, y'all. We just we just need to do it. So it's a great, great resource. Um, so one of the uh, things on there is to spread the word, and I'm doing my little pit bit by spreading the word. Please visit flattenthecurve.com. It gives you do's, do not do's of this whole entire situation. So just keep that in mind. Well, well, one thing before we start getting into the parks thing, and, and I think it's important to remember that the, the word that we've been hearing a lot of for the past, especially week, is an abundance of caution. Mm-hmm. Um, and and ultimately, we're trying to be cautious because we don't know what this thing can do. Like we know, yeah, there's a likelihood that for the most part, people, especially young or at least in somewhat healthy condition, they'll probably be fine. And the point is protecting those who may not be fine. Um, you know, your neighbor who may have lung disease or your, you know, your parents who are now getting to that senior age. Um, we don't know what this will do to them. Um, hell, it can even, you know, hit us hard. They're just anticipating that it won't. Um, so that's the point. And I'm, and I know that there's a lot of jokes about the, the, the panic of the toilet paper and stuff like that. And yeah, it's a little much, you know, people do probably need to rein in that, that fear, but I'd rather have that than the people, you know, licking the windows like we saw at the, the, the Magic Kingdom of just like, oh, oh there's a disease? Let me go ahead and lick this window. Um, so, I mean, I I know, like, once this started kind of coming a little bit more serious at the end of February, I know that's when the, the, the whole craze of wash your hands for 20 seconds. I think a lot more people started taking that seriously. So we'll see. There's nothing we can do except do what we can, be precautious, do that social distancing stuff, wash our hands for 20 seconds, make it a song, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I want to make one of those wash your hand memes, but it's the ghost host narration from the Haunted Mansion. Oh, good lord. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I've been wanting to do, but I've never gotten the chance to do it, so I should probably do that. I mean, since everyone knows it and recites it anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm looking at you, internet. Um, yeah, so, uh, also for uh, those saying that this is not as severe as Ebola or SARS, I would like to remind you the official name of the virus is SARS-CoV-2. So this is SARS. So, oops. Um, yeah, so don't be a jerk. Wash your hands. Use, um, uh, hand sanitizer. Ooh, there's a morning dove on my porch right now. Just flew up. Uh, this is what happens when it's dog late. pooping doves. Look at that. Yeah, well, this is what happens when I record during the day and my windows open. I'm just like watching all these things happen. Normally, it's like at night and my like blinds are closed. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it, be smart about what you do. Um, 
social distancing. Um, have um, so I went to the grocery store last night. Uh, the plan was uh, booze, as you can tell, and mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I crushed that high noon, dude. Like I was, I oof. Yeah, I made cookies at midnight for crying out loud. Like I was, I was in a mood. I have not been in a while, but um, uh, I went to the grocery store last night just to get some, you know, fresh vegetables and stuff to have during the week. And I sent Brian a photo, but what it was was the pasta aisle was basically sold out. <laughs> like we, they were stocking the toilet paper and tissues as I was leaving. Um, the meat counters were totally sold out. Oddly enough. Brian, they had frozen pizzas and they were on sale and they were not sold out. I thought I figured that would be like one of the first things to go, frozen pizzas, right? Yeah, yeah, no, ours was the same. I was um, not allowed to partake in that because the wife <laughs> said I could probably lose to shed a few pounds. We already got enough <laughs> snacks, so <laughs> yeah, the um, yeah, the, the frozen pizzas were fine. Oddly enough, um, a lot of people buying booze though. Uh, a lot of cases of Franzia being sold, but. Uh, we've been out of um, hand sanitizer and uh, hand soap for a while. Luckily, I got like a giant jug of hand soap underneath my uh, um, my, my uh, bathroom sink, so I'm I'm good. But I, I've always been keeping an eye out. But yeah, it's been kind of crazy. Um, and that's kind of our general um, COVID nineteen talk. <laughs> uh, it's it's been a freaking day already, and um, yeah, it's it's been kind of nuts. Um, I, so this is kind of cathartic in a way, but let's get to the, to the parks. Um, as, as I said at the beginning of the episode, Walt Disney World, uh, actually, I'm, let's back up a little bit. Disneyland was the first to announce under much public pressure to close. Uh, the city of Anaheim imposed a strict limit of like 250 people, I want to say, per event. Um, uh, Disneyland was basically asked for an exemption and got it. For like a hot 18 hours, and then they basically said, we're closing. Uh, Disneyland is currently closed. Um, cannot make this more official. Disneyland is currently closed. Uh, last night at 11 p.m. you could or midnight, you could watch as cast waved guests goodbye. Um, it's on Twitter. It's kind of emotional. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes, but you could see the guy on parkscoop.net, and you can see, uh, like... Um, have you ever been to Disneyland, Brian? I want to say yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in California Adventure, casts were lining up all throughout Buena Vista Street as guests were leaving California Adventure for at least the end of the month. And it was very emotional for me, at least. Um, you know, because these parks are, uh, you know, are constants in our lives. Um, quite literally because of their mechanical effects. Are produ- their mechanical sound visual effects are produced very readily, um, and you know every thirty seconds for hours at a time. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a mood. Um, yeah, I, I, do you have anything else to say? I've been talking for a while. I just want to let you interject before I ramble on more. No, it's it's it sucks because you know we use this parks as a mean of, of escapism. Um, some more than others, but that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a source of, of, of happy times. And to see that place of happy times closing because it's it's sort of sad times, I guess, to simplify it, <laughs> um, sucks. You know, they're, they're 
we're then little by little theaters are are probably getting close to completely shutting down. I know AMC said they're just going to limit capacity to half, but that might change by Monday. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, little by little, our, our methods of entertainment are dwindling away. And I, I mean, yeah, like I said, you know, we still have that reservation Tuesday. The reason why we didn't cancel is because I don't know what opportunities we'll have in the next couple of months to, to do this again. I, I don't know if I'll... You know, and my my wife works in the hospital, so she's on the front line of all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. So she definitely needs a break before all this gets. If it does, knock on wood, you know, get serious or not. Knock on wood, get serious, but get serious and knock on wood, we can prevent it from getting that serious. Um, yeah, it's it's a bummer. Yeah, I guess we, I guess you should probably dwell, dwell into the whole thing of them them closing now, like every part, because it, it did seem like. Once the the hammer dropped of the okay, we're trying to ban congregations of people of more than two fifty or five hundred, depending on the state. Everyone just started looking at the theme parks. All right, y'all, we need to do it, and it took a little longer, um, but they did it. <laughs> yeah, I was I... I was sort of shocked that Disneyland did it, and it was not together with Disney Parks. You know what I mean, like. Like it was California first, and then like four or five hours later, then Florida. It was that was sort of bizarre because you knew they made the decision already mm-hmm. as a company. So, but well, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's closed. Both are closed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching a video on Instagram right now. I had to pull it up because I need some distraction right now. And it's uh, tofu corgi, and it says, "I love you, but." And then they put, like, the paper in the water, and then it, like, dissolves a little bit, and it shows the butt turns into two T's, and then, and then underneath is more. So it's the corgi butt. <laughs> I'll, I'll Corgis do it. have nice butts. Yes, I know. I'll, I'm going to share it to you so you can watch it. Sorry, this is kind of my life right now. I'm We're, we're all dealing with this stuff. It's just... Oh, boy. Ah, uh, Yeah. So let's let's dive into the Disney parks aspect of it to spin off of your point. Um, yeah, Disneyland announced first. Um, uh, also, uh, man, also like I think also we should just use this episode to like talk about behind the scenes a little bit because I think a lot of people have just been kind of blindsided by all this. But like, um, you you've been you know you you work you're the editor-in-chief of Inside Universal, so you've got, you know, you've been trying to write something for a while, and I've been trying to, you know, I'm working with touring plans, and I'm watching as that um, uh, speeds up or, you know, dials down on coverage, and just Wednesday night is kind of where everything kind of turned. Um, it, it turned. I mean, I, I, I remember people saying, oh, I don't think Disney World's going to close for a while, and now it's closing Sunday. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of nuts, but yeah. Anyway, so let's go into the exact closures, and then we'll talk more about the ins- the behind the scenes stuff. Um, uh, Disney World is closing end of business day on Sunday. Uh, the resorts and Disney Springs are remaining open. So congratulations, to the NBA experience. You're finally going to get some guests. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Univer- <laughs> Universal Orlando is closing all of its parks end of business day on Sunday. Um. City Walk, along with all of its resorts, are remaining open at the time. 
Um, again, this is 1.35 p.m. on Saturday, uh, March 14th. That can change. Um, Disneyland is closed, except for the – I think the resorts are closing Monday, I want to say. And and their downtown Disney will remain open. Uh, Universal Studios Hollywood is closing – I think it's already closed, correct? Did they change that? I thought they were closing the same the same as Disneyland. I th- I th- I think Disney well Disneyland closed last night, so I think they closed. So then they should be closed. Yeah, then they yeah. should be closed. Then they're they're closed. Um, the Secret Life of Pets event, along with their Peacock Live and Bravo Thingamabobber, are all postponed. Um, the Disney parks in Shanghai and Hong Kong are still closed, along with the uh, Disney and Universal parks in Japan. Disneyland Paris also is now closed. Um, I Disney that, Cruise. Disney Cruise Line. I think um, my editor uh, and my boss, Julia, on Touring Plans, was literally on the last boat out of Saigon. <laughs> uh, slash uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale <laughs> yesterday. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Um, I had to make yeah, that yeah. reference. Um, uh, yesterday, uh, they actually booked this a while ago, so... It's serendipitous that it's this, you know. Um, Just made it. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she was literally posting my Universal update on the road to the to the to the to the boat. Um, but Jesus, uh, everything shut down right now. Um, frankly, uh, for my work, I work in a manufacturing capacity for a very large company that makes uh, critical equipment for. Um, Let's just say flow management solutions. Uh, you can use that, or you know my name, and you can, you know, find out where I work. But basically, we're open everywhere. Um, I think our Spain facility um, went down for a few days because someone tested positive. Um, Italy, all of our facilities in Italy are open though. Fantastic. Um, we are not talking about. We've canceled all central travel. Um, I think any travel needs to be approved by the executive board, like leadership team. Like, if you're traveling anywhere, you basically need an AOK from somebody high up, like high up. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's kind of staying like hunkered down. I was supposed to go to Kalamazoo for training; that's been canceled. Um, lot going on. Lot, 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 lot going on. Um, so, in terms of the parks, Brian, um, I'll let you talk a little bit because I'm going to go run and grab the bottle of prosecco and pour another mimosa. Uh, because this is what I need in my life right now. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we're we're all kind of grieving in our own ways. Um, what is what, what what's going so from on your angle of editor in chief of Inside Universal, kind of how's things been playing out on your end of behind the scenes uh, when it comes to reporting on the parks? You know, we just had the Endless Summer Dockside preview, which you know, Endless Summer looks Dockside looks awesome. Like it looks really yep. really cool. Um, how are you, you know, kind of dealing with that, with the opening of that, and also with writing and updating a, um, uh, you know, a, an article and a, and a resource for people looking for information on the coronavirus? Yeah, so Inside Universal's sort of mantra, our MO, is fact-based, non-sensationalist. Um, that's, that's something that when the merger happened with, when it was IUOU, speaking with John Fu is... Just none of that that nonsense of, of you know and hashtag breaking and when everything's breaking nothing's breaking all that nonsense. So 
Uh, and he's right. Uh, that's something that I've prided on with when we were Lady United and as we've continued into Inside Universal. So, as COVID-19 or Corona, whatever you want to call it, started getting more serious, I knew I had to kind of keep my, my finger on the pulse, but also not strictly jump right in with a, you know, a Corona article. Because one, I didn't want to see seem as coming across as, as adding to the hysteria, t- hysteria, excuse me. Two, um, we're not the CDC or the, the World Health Organization, or and, and we're not health officials. Um, and, and you know everyone, what? Everyone, you also don't want to do like an article like in Inside the Magic where it's like, go to the parks, it's fine, and you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and literally even the, the article we did, do you go to the parks? Your call. I can't tell you that. I can't make that decision for you. The CDC has recommendations. If you, if the CDC makes you feel uncomfortable, then don't go. If you feel comfortable with it, then go. But it's ultimately up to you. It's not my position because everyone has a different reaction to it. Everyone wants to handle it in their own way. Um, so when the time started finally coming around this past week of, okay, cases are getting higher, the government now is starting to really go go balls to the wall, as I said earlier. <laughs> um, and and so on and so on. And then obviously Wednesday night when <clears throat> the, those those three events just happened back to back to back. By Thursday morning, I knew that the parks were starting to discuss closing stuff. Um, I didn't know when they would make the announcement. I had ideas, but I knew okay, now it's time to make an article to inform people. Okay. Now it's time that th- this disease is impacting the parks. And even I, I still had to preface the article with editor's note. Hey, we're not here to scare you. We're just here to present you with fact-based information. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. That's, that's the goal. We don't, need to, we don't need to add our opinion on the disease because I am no doctor. I am the editor-in-chief for Inside Universal. So what do I got to write about? Universal stuff. And that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So, r- real real side tangent as we're here, um, introducing a new segment on uh, Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour, um, which I'm calling Don't Be That Asshole. Um, don't be the Amazon merchant who buys up every single uh, antiseptic, antibacterial wipe in, like, a two-mile radius of your house and then sell it for three times the price, like Matt Colvin, the New York Times. I'm looking at you. You're in Tennessee. That's, that's capitalism, baby. Yeah, well, <laughs> may, may, maybe, maybe, well, just thinking through this one real quick. Uh, you know, I, I like how we're going from, well, we can't really give you an opinion on things, but uh, down with capitalism, up with the proletariat, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, so I, okay, so random thing. Did you uh, see what I retweeted like earlier this week? Uh, the did you see um, the cop show that was on the Dinosaurs ABC TV show? Did you see that tweet? No. It, the cop show that they had was basically like a like a, a like, you know like a standard cop show, but it was like dinosaur puppets. Instead, it was like total Marxist propaganda. <laughs> it's wild. I'll send you the link, but it's like. It's like you, hey kid, we need to stop you. He's like, oh, oh no, the cops. He's like, well, he's like, he's like, I stole a car. He's like, well, you know, in a capitalist society, everything is theft. It's like it's the most craziest thing in the world. Like I'm like, how did this exist in the '90s? Anyway, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. I'll send it to you. But anyway, um, 
let's talk about Orlando more specifically right now. <laughs> um, I don't know how to really pivot from that. I, I guess maybe because I'm like going through a bunch of Prosecco right now, and this is what sparkling wine does to me. Um, this is pretty much what I'm like at Horror Nights, too. I'm just like all over the place. Um, yeah, so let's talk about uh, Walt Disney World, uh, the good and the bad when it comes to this stuff. Um, Walt Disney World has announced uh, that they will be shutting this um, end of business day Sunday. They will be reassessing the situation, but they're closed, excuse me, at least to the end of business of the month. Um, they said they are paying all of their, excuse me, all their cast members. Um, what is odd, though, is that um, some of the cast that work in the uh, Epcot pavilions may not be being paid. Did you, have you seen this, Brian? I know everything's been changing that I can't really verify. Yeah. What's um, what's real or what's not. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and it sounds like... Um, uh, I, I, so, and we'll, I think we're going to get into this a little bit more with with Universal because a lot, a lot's going on with Universal, and I don't want to um, say much about it uh, right now. But um, there's a uh, uh, some tweets coming out from um, from an account named at Alone CRP um, on Twitter, and it's a uh, how working for how Disney went from a dream to a nightmare. Basically, they don't work for Disney. They work for a third party, and I think it's the San uh, San Angel Inn USA, which is its own like independent company. It's the San Angel Inn, so they run like La Cava and San Angel and the outside restaurant. So like they don't work for Disney um, itself, and they're not being paid. But also, Disney's not is still wanting to be paid for their housing. So it's like this weird kind of fluctuating situation over the past even fifteen hours, like. This could all be fine in the end, but, like, over the past 15 hours is, like, hey, we're going to go in debt because we wanted to work for, you know, help people out and, you know, have a good time at Epcot. And now we're going to go in debt because the parks are closed for two two weeks. And everyone else is being helped, but we're not. Um, but so that's the – just keep that in mind and um, send your support to uh, Add Alone CRP and also make sure to keep pressure on the Walt Disney Company to support their international cast members working and also their college program past uh, members working um, at Disney World and Disneyland at this time. Um, but uh, currently, all the parks are going to be shutting down tomorrow, uh, Sunday, uh, August. Uh, August. Jeez, I'm already thinking of the future. March 15th. Um, God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of where Disney World is right now. It's very kind of still w mixed um, but the resorts are staying open. Disney Springs is staying open. I expect Springs is going to probably get like a good bump this coming week, but then it'll taper off quite a bit. Um, I also expect that the resorts are going to start really tapering off. I don't know if they're going to shut down any resorts. It doesn't sound like something they would do when it comes to like, um, you know, you're not allowed to have a certain amount of people, you know, like for like, you know, like, uh, for, uh, you know, 250 people for an event. It makes more sense to spread these people out over many resorts than it does mm. to have them all in All Stars or the Grand Floridian <laughs> or the Contemporary, for example. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what what's going on at Disney World right now. Uh, anything you want to add, Brian? Uh, no, we pretty much covered it. So <laughs> good. Alrighty. 
Man, Prosecco is delicious. It's such an underrated drink. Um, uh, also, $9 at Giant Eagle. Thank you, Giant Eagle. I have uh, no problem with uh, cheap wine. So. Yeah, exactly. And a, and a, and a splash. As my dad says, a little orange juice for color. Yeah. Right. <laughs> have I ever told? So okay. So more random stuff because man, this episode's crazy. So might as well go all crazy. Have I ever told you what we do for um, Christmas brunch? No, I don't think you have. Well, so my um my dad's side's like German and Irish and stuff, and my mom's side is Slavic and Italian. But we really lean into the Italian because it's from my grandmoms on uh, my mom's side of the family. And they always, you know, seven fishes, lasagna, pastas. I make, I have her spaghetti recipe. I make the spaghetti all the time, like pasta sauce all the time. Um, but what we do for uh, uh, Christmas Day brunch. And this is going to – I want everyone to make this for Christmas Day brunch. It is the best thing in the world. My dad gets a bottle of Prosecco. So we have mimosas. But he makes – uh, he goes to the Italian market and buys spicy Italian sausage. So we have like spicy Italian sausage links. And he takes, hear me out on this one. Have you ever heard of panantoni? Yes. Okay. He takes that and makes French toast out of it. And he puts Grand Marnier and a little bit of Grand Marnier into the egg wash. So panantoni is basically an Italian, soft, kind of very spongy, um, and very large uh, fruitcake. So he just kind of dunks it in the egg wash and makes French toast out of it. So we have this decadent French toast and Italian sausage and mimosas. It's wonderful. It's absolutely that, wonderful. That sounds delightful. Yeah, so if you guys want to want to do something really cool and fun for your uh, Christmas Day brunch, hot Italian sausage and panettone French toast uh, with a little bit of bigger Grand Marnier in the, uh, in the egg wash. So anyway... That's my I, – I need a diversion every five minutes. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my mind in here. Um, <laughs> um, so Disney World closed. Uh, Universal Orlando's I <laughs> has been having a moment. Um, you know, I love – you know, hey, Bill. It's, it's me, Joe. You can look me up. I'm a pass holder. I've been, I, I saw you a few times at uh, NBC Grill Brew. Um, Bill, uh, we got to have a talk. Uh, your communication – with your manager is not that great. Um, so, Universal Orlando is closing end of business day on Saturday, on Sunday. Uh, tonight will be, uh, they've also scheduled, uh, they moved around the Mardi Gras entertainment. Uh, tonight, uh, Flo Rider is performing, and tomorrow's Diana Ross, I want to say? What no, Diana that? Ross canceled. Oh, Diana uh, Ross. Sugar, Sugar Ross. Sugar Ray. Is Sugar the, Ray, uh, I'm sorry. Performer. Okay, sorry, my bad. So all Sugar Ross, though, sounds like an interesting cover band of both. <laughs> Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. Again, Prosecco. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, no, uh, no more diversions. I had another good diversion, but no more diversions. Focus, Joe. Focus. Okay. So, um, All American Rejects and Diana Ross canceled uh, f- for obvious reasons uh, for Mardi Gras this weekend. So, they bumped up um, Flo Rider and Sugar Ray to perform Saturday and Sunday, respectfully. respectively. Um, they will be closed starting on monday um cast members were originally um so team members were originally said essential team members were to report then an update said that all team members needed to be to report um to uh, on monday to their respective positions which i've heard mixed things about um from weird sources too like some 
weird, weird, weird sources uh, who are pro this or anti this. Um, but last night, uh, Bill Davis up did a update. Uh, the president of the Universal Orlando Resort issued this update. Dear fellow team members, thank you for your hard work during this challenging time for our company. This is an unprecedented moment for us, and we continue to refine it as our approach as we move forward. We are also listening to your questions and concerns, and we know many of you have questions about whether you should report to work. Here's an update for you. I have just asked... <clears throat> sorry, pause. I have just asked how front of house leaders to quickly identify work that is absolutely essential for us to do during this time and to staff appropriately for that work. We will... We will focus on essential work only. All other team members will be told to stay at home and cannot report for work. I have also asked backup house leadership to determine which teams and team members can work from home and encourage those teams who work at home to do so. Um, and also, I have previously shared all team members, including hourly members, will be paid work scheduled from now through March 31st. Um, blah, blah, blah. Keep, you know, blah, blah, whatever. Um, this morning... <laughs> It sounds like uh, some leaders uh, at the front of the house leaders have decided every position is a <laughs> is a, a critical position. So it's still kind of moving and fluid. Um, come Monday, I think honestly, the Universal is gonna is gonna make the correct decision on letting whoever wants to stay at home uh, and get paid. Um, my uh, I, I've talked to some people about this. I've come up with my own idea of a way to incentivize people to come to the resort and work and desanitize and and by desanitize I mean sanitize because desanitize means you're just sneezing on everything <laughs> um, but the idea is um, yeah so my own joke freaking derailed me already god this is a mess already <sighs> anyway okay, we still love you Joe thank you thank you Brian um yeah, so it's been kind of a, uh, it's it's been a week, it's been a, a few days for Universal and Disney, when it comes to these things. Um, yeah, I've talked a while, Brian. Your turn. <laughs> well, I, I I think part of this that I like a lot of people need to realize is is it was what Bill said. We are unprecedented territory. We we never experienced anything like this before. Especially in America, especially as the parks close, the I think what the, the three that have closed for at least Disneyland was the Kennedy assassination, nine eleven, and the earthquake. Um, that was only for one day. I think I think the earthquake was two or something, but it's it's been a maximum of two days. And even uh, Orlando, they've been known to close more often because of hurricanes. They're really limiting the amount they're closed. I mean, up to the the what, what's the the last minute? I guess I don't want to. I wanted to use a different um, metaphor, but whatever. Um, up to the last minute and closing right before the hurricane hits and opening as soon as that some bitch is done. So here we have something that they're actively closing for the minimum two weeks, and they're even admittedly saying, we're going to reassess it later because they probably anticipated being longer. So that's one. Two, because City Walk is open, because the hotels are still open... I can see the need of, of getting everybody to come in, at least from that aspect. Now, I don't know why attractions people need to come in and be dressed up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that's weird. I, I mean, I know they don't have a really a dress code, so I guess the best dress code is the dress code they already have. Dress up like a Shrek villager. Yeah, that was something I forgot uh, <laughs> to mention, is that they wanted cast to show up in costume. 
So, and it's also very not very clear if they just intend them to come in on Monday so they can kind of say, okay, here's the plan. We want to talk with it, you know, because obviously something that's on print is more likely to get out, whereas stuff that's in-house can't really, you know, post all over Twitter other than just secondhand stories. I'm hoping what the situation is is that everyone comes in on Monday, the managers are like, here's the deal. We need, you know, this done for the next couple of days, and then we'll go from there. And then we'll make an update on Wednesday as far as who needs to go home or not. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, thing is, like like I said with the Disney thing, there's just so much unknown that I don't want to just jump on them, even though it does the optics of it does look kind of crappy. Um, jump on them because there could be an actual plan that makes sense. We just don't know it. Because mm-hmm. as of right now, the only thing it says come in on Monday it doesn't say you're expected to work for the next two weeks. It just says come in on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of questions going on. Um. So, uh, also an update. So, I was talking about the uh, bill, uh, the the new sick leave bill. Um, mm-hmm. There's some there's some big holes in it that, um, yeah, that uh, some you know House Democrats and also reporters need to ask about is why big employers, uh, 500 employees or more, are exempt from that law. So, yeah, hopefully we we get some uh, some um, explanations. Um. Yeah, and, and work on that. Um. Yeah. So, um, there's there's a lot going on. Also, um, one one of the uh, Twitter accounts I really respect and and like is uh, Josh Spiegel at Masterpiece. Um, if you've not listened to the Masterpiece podcast, um, I think they're all gone now. Um, he ended it, but um, basically, uh. He's reporting on the uh, Universal Orlando is nor- ignoring the Bill Davis memo released last night and telling everyone they have to show up in costume and do nothing but uh, to be paid. Um, so, yeah, the, the big thing was, like, Universal got shamed yesterday to actually do what they should be doing, and now it seems like front of the line is ignoring that. Um, and I'll, I'll say that because I'm okay with saying that. Um, because, you know, I'm I'm like a bottle of Prosecco in right now. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> uh, this is Prosecco is the cure to the coronavirus. Did you hear that? That's completely factual information from Park Skip Joe. Um, you sure it's not bleach? Yeah, uh, it definitely ain't the aluminum like drink or whatever the fuck uh, Alex Alex uh, what's his face is selling. You know, you know. Um, I was gonna say Alex Ross, but that's. <laughs> that's that's horror makeup. <laughs> that's not. Um... Oh, there's a corgi outside now. Oh my oh, goodness. The there's a corgi. Hey, the show's done. Yeah, the corgi. Okay, I'm gonna send a photo. Uh... <laughs> oh, there's a little fluffy butt. Um, no. So the um, uh, Alex uh, Alex Jones saying his toothpaste cures uh, coronavirus and all that stuff. So <sighs> yeah, it's it's been it's been a crazy few days, but like. Um, Universal needs to step up and do the right thing, in my opinion. Um, I'm putting this on my Insta- Instagram, so you can look at it, Brian, if you need to. Thank you. Um, yeah, Universal needs to step up and do the correct thing. Um, they've been doing it. They are. I would argue Universal is one of the best um, when it comes to cast relations. Um, I would honestly say they're better than Disney in several ways. 
Um, but I, this is definitely in a way that they have um, uh, not lived up to their cast members' expectations. And I expect better from them, and I hope uh, they do more. So I'll just leave that there um, about that situation with their cast. Yep. Anyway, um, anything else you want to add, Brian? Because I'm trying to figure out what else I want to say. And the Corgi's also no. coming back around. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say, Joe? Because it feels like you're, you're already uh, moved on to the Corgi. Yeah, no, I haven't moved on to the Corgi. I'm just taking photos. I'm going to send you a photo of the Corgi, though. I see I, it on your Instagram. Yeah, isn't it a cute Corgi? It's very I can't fluffy. really tell. It's too far. It's a very fluffy Corgi. Hold on. It also looks very foggy. It, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a foggy mess right now. Um Where's the corgi? Where's the corgi? Where's the corgi? Oh, there's a corgi. Okay. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm trying to take the photo, and they're walking in right now. Oh, there we go. Okay, we're good. We're good. I got it. Um, Thank God. Yeah, we're good. I'm sending you the photo right now, so you can confirm it's a very fluffy corgi. <laughs> How fluffy is that corgi? That's a very fluffy corgi if I've ever seen one. Okay, it's got some fluff. Yeah, it's it's a very fluffy corky. Um Yeah, so uh, like I I don't know what else to say really, um besides that this is more cathartic than anything for me. Um as I kind of like alluded to beforehand, one of the big aspects of the parks is, you know, like how reliable they are. Um you know, every single day on holidays, on days of mourning, on um, anniversaries, on birthdays, on the worst days and the best days. Of the, uh, these parks have been open for people in some sort of capacity, and every single day they operate on a certain level of expectancy. Like, like every day you can walk into Diagon Alley and ride Gringotts, and it's exactly like the same day in 2014, same day in 2015, the same day in 2016. You'll see Beetle Bard. It's the same show you've seen the past, you know, almost six years now. Diagon Alley's almost been open for six years, Brian. Yes, it has. Wow, that's insane. And it's re- and man, really embarrassing. Disney hasn't catch- caught up to it yet. Drinking a big sip of my mimosa with that one for a hot take. Um, you know, these parks are are like a really stable foundation for us. And, you know, I'm doing podcasts about them. I have a part-time job because of them. You write about them. You're an editor-in-chief about them. And just to see everything kind of shut down and kind of, you know, go away is kind of nuts. And it just, I, I don't know. It, it, like, if, like a week ago today, I was hanging with my buddy Kevin. And I was with Kevin, and we were um, shopping, and we... Basically, we're drinking a bunch of beers, waiting, watching the Dayton Flyers game. And we were like, wow, do you know what we can do? Let's book right now a flight to Atlanta to watch the NCAA tournament finals. And if Dayton doesn't make it, fine. You know, we'll cancel the flight. We won't go. But let's book it now just to make sure. We said yes. Less than three days later, actually three days later, four days later, everything was out the window with that. Like, we weren't yep. even thinking about coronavirus or cancellations a week ago. Now, the question is, when does it stop? Um, 
it really feels like we've gone zero to 80 very quickly. And um, there's a lot of resources. And, and, and one of those resources is time um, that have been completely wasted by uh, the federal government. And um, I, I think that's something that we all need to keep in mind when it comes to November. Um, I'll just say that and leave my political leanings on that front. Um, just to reass- just to tell everyone, reassess uh, who's been mentioning preparedness versus hoax. And um, actually, you know what? Another another asshole of the moment, uh, Matt Gates uh, from Florida, for wearing that uh, respirator uh, to the set, to the House floor when they were doing the Corona bill uh, voting, and now is quarantined because of coronavirus. Hey, don't be that asshole. So, another one of those. <sighs> anyway, Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> You're doing great, great. I'm, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do, man. Um, I think uh, Universal also announced that uh, Mardi Gras is officially canceled, too. Um, Sunday will be the final performance. Yeah. So if, it, yeah. it, so and, if and, and, Universal you know, does reopen, you know, it, by early April, um, uh, it, it, the Mardi Gras will not uh, be running. So if, it, if the park is open April 1st, they will not be performing that time. Yeah, because, I mean, the event ended April 4th. So if they're going to open back up April 1st, then all the concerts would have been, at least the scheduled concerts would have been taking place by then. That makes sense. So. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense just to like, all right, we're back in Mardi Gras for two more nights only, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, in in a way though, um, it would have been kind of like if everything happened okay. I think a great way for like you know like the resort to like recover would have been like, let's do Mardi Gras and <laughs> just everyone like you know, yeah. feet don't fail me now, you know. <laughs> selfishly, selfishly, it kind of sucks. We were never uh, able to make it to the Germany carnival tasting uh, yeah. part of the event. Oh. That's a great point. Um, we never got that food option. Yeah. Um, but, like, also, you know, um, the Flower and Garden um, is now canceled, basically, to the basically the end of the event. Um, talking about a cursed section of Epcot, <laughs> the Space 220 restaurant is delayed yet again because of this. Um, for those who don't know. Or uh, was it? Yeah, well, I don't know. But basically, that section of Epcot, um, everything was moved because there was a sinkhole during construction. Uh, Test Track was delayed about two years of opening. You have Horizons fiasco. You have the Mission Space fiasco. Now you have this restaurant. It's like that side of the park can't catch a break. Um, Uh... I'm trying to think what else. But yeah, no, everyone's been really kind of quiet about stuff. Like, we haven't heard anything about opening of Iron Gwazi. We haven't heard anything opening about Icebreaker. We haven't heard anything about the opening of uh, the Bourne uh, Suntacular. Um, I think all these people made the correct decisions. Um, Also, as much as we give shit to Universal for their absolutely um, puzzling, I would say, uh, PR sometimes... um, Kudos on them on not announcing an opening date when the Today Show was down there. Um, absolutely the correct move. Uh, back in the day, you know, back then we were looking, kind of going, ah, what, what's going on? Oh, maybe there's rewrites, blah, blah, blah. 
nope, they made the correct call. Um, the show's perfectly fine, it sounds like, um, minus some, you know, technical snafus here and there. Um, Getting positive reviews, mostly. Mostly positive reviews. I would say most of the reviews are extremely positive to, yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, like, kind of like, yeah, that's, it's about, it, basically, wow, this is way better than Terminator 2. Yeah, that's, that's about Terminator. You know what I mean? Like, it's a positive replacement. Um, but it's good that they didn't announce any of those openings. Um, good that Disney has not announced the opening of uh, Ratatouille yet. Um, I think everyone's kind of hedging their bets on those things. So, yeah. Um, we're about we're literally an hour in, like an hour and three seconds. So, uh, Brian, do you have any like last thoughts about any of this? Because I'm just just kind of having I'm having a, ho- a holiday party right now. I'm doing great. I am. Um, I'm. I'm fantastic. Uh, no, I mean the same thing that you just keep repeating. Just take care of yourself. That's it. We've nothing we can do now. Just sit and wait, or or the other. Sorry. Hashtag wait and see. <laughs> Forgive me. Hashtag ha- wait and see. Just ha- take care of yourself and. Hashtag coronavirus watch. Corona watch. Corona watch. Throwback there. Oh, man. Man, it's it's kind of crazy. So another comment I have: it's kind of crazy how much like this community expanded since Diagon Alley opened. You know what I mean? Like, in in terms of like, you know, I met a lot of the people I'm now like really good friends with around Diagon Alley, but also like the Tim Tracker, for example. Like, they had some popular videos, but like they really expanded after their Diagon Alley coverage. Let me tell you something, dude. Yeah. So that was 2014. Yes. So that was that would be Horror Nights 24. Yes. Um, My first I Horror remember, Nights. Well, you still you still a little bit of a virgin. Yes, I am. Uh, wait, no. So last year would have been wait 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh no, you passed the five year mark. You're fine. Sorry, math is hard. <laughs> um, that's why I write. So the um, what you call it? The um, the trackers. So I remember when we were doing the podcast. Um. Drew was like, I have an idea for a guest. I'm like, oh, sh- sure, we can always use more guests. And he's like, well, it's the Tim Tracker. What is it? And what does he do? He vlogs. And back then, I'm like, so he just videos the parks? <laughs> you know, back then, that was sort of... <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a new concept. A yeah, and I believe when he, when he jumped on, him and Jen had uh, 20-something thousand subscribers. Which is still a lot. Right. Like, like, I think I want to say around twenty two to twenty five, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. I think they're now what seven hundred fifty thousand. I don't know off the top of my head, but that sounds about right. At least, yeah. So it's just crazy to think, like six years ago, they weren't even at a hundred thousand. Let me see. I'm going to go right now. But yeah, it's uh, the the community's changed. Some for the worse. <laughs> I think that's kind of that, that's kind of one of the uh, and also like looking back on you know like the community because like you know now we can actually stop like it feels like we can never stop with amusement parks and like re- be like introspective and look back it just it's always the next thing like the best thing that's happened to, you know the second best thing that happened in Orlando since all the new rides is that when my I moved here, up here oh excuse me well besides that 
is that uh, my company requires me to do new passwords every three months or so. So I have a new password every few th- few months. It's always like, oh, what's my password? Well, it's the newest attraction opening and the date that's opening. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's an easy one to do. Uh, it's like, hmm, okay, well, Hagrid's opening. So Hagrid 0618. There we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Note to self. Yes. Joe's password is um, Hagrid 0618. Um yeah, so it's been kind of – it just feels like always we're, we're we're progressing, but now we're actually stopping. And now we can look back and just kind of go, what's happened? And I feel like that's something that we don't get a lot. And, yeah, it, it's kind of a weird feeling. Well, I guess we can probably lightly discuss, if anything, before we really milk this before it's worth. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bringing up people who cover the parks. Um, sure, yeah. There's there, there's a good amount of people that are going to be foobard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, for example, using Tim, he'll be fine. You, he has, in fact, I looked, 763,000 subscribers. At that point, um, the fans are tuning in for him mostly, and the subject is second. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, a lot of, like... Um... Tim Tracker's material is also like about him and Jen and, you know, the baby and dogs. And, you know, it's way more than just the parks. Like he kind of got the footing from the parks, but he's expanded right. beyond that, which is, you know, great. You know, like I'm not trying to hate on that. I'm just trying to say. Yeah, th- th- this is no judging whatsoever. Um, it's just just observation. Tim, uh, view for the cheap seats, Kyle. He's mm-hmm. made it a ha- habit of, of exploring pe- uh, places outside of the parks. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Kyle, you know, that's not his full-time job, whereas it, for Tim, that's that's his source of income. Um, oh, but, Tim, Tim ended his job, and he's now doing that full-time now? I, I didn't like know three, that. That's about like three years. Okay. <laughs> well, that tells you how my life is. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. I, I'm just – anyway. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um. Yeah, so people that have relied on Disney – as the only source of their content, and not just I'm not because there's a way to do content that doesn't rely on going to the parks. They'll be fine. Uh, the people that relied on doing like live streams daily from the park, you're you're, you're done. <laughs> you're done. It might be time to to put that hat on the rack and, and do something else for the time being because we could be looking at serious two months of this being closed. We don't know. So. Mm-hmm. It'd be really stupid. I mean, it'd also be really stupid to go job hunting right now because I don't think anyone's going to be look actively looking for help. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it sucks. I, I know we can poke fun, but they're they're a crummy situation. That that kind of is, I guess, the risk you take when you go all in on that because it's it's covering something you can't control. You're basically at the mercy of what Disney decides, not at what you decide. Mm-hmm. It's Disney and Universal. Yeah, and, like, I, I saw, like, so uh, there's been a few people who have been grilled, I would say, on Twitter about their reactions to the park closures. Um, Rightfully so, some of them I've seen. So, I mean, I, I think there's a, an angle of, I, I think it's fair to say, like, yeah, if your job is being a travel agent and selling, you know, these kinds of things, um, it, it'll be tough for a while. 
Um, but on the other hand, there's also like what it feels like in um, I've heard in talking to some people about this. Um, the concept is monetizing your hobby. Um, and, and behind that, I mean, hey, I like going to the park, so I want to make money from it and then transitioning to that as your full time job without like actually kind of, you know, settling yourself down. Um, I'm, I'm trying to word this as, in a way of like. People who are like, I like the parks and I'm somewhat knowledgeable, so I'll start a website and I'll write right. news articles yeah. and go to the parks. And then on the bottom of the page will be a a link saying, "Hey, please fly, you know, please go to Parkscope Joe's Magical Trip Adventures dot com and book your new your 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 Disneyland, Disney World, and Universal parks trips. You know, you know that those kinds of articles like." It, it, I I can't see like those sites doing well. Like and and bluntly, like Blog Mickey, WWNT, those kinds of sites, I think are are going to have a hard time because like you're looking at sites that are predominantly supported by um uh, either a benefactor or a um <laughs> talking about benefactors, <laughs> WW Radio, uh, WW Today. I'm sorry, not well WW Radio also, but like WW Today. Um, but like sites that are like being supported by people booking vacations and it's like, it's kind of or like by viewers like you or view. Yeah, exactly. The PBS model. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, you know, this like kind of like, um, you draw, you drive content to drive to your website or podcast that then advertise the way people book vacations. Like it's a wholly entire vertical structure. And I can see that being a problem for a lot of people who where, you know, if the end goal is to book vacations, you're going to have a hard time. And it's something I've been thinking about for a while is like when a recession hits or when I, I at the time I didn't think it a global pandemic hits like these people are royally screwed and it's going to be terrifying. And um, I'm I'm really, really scared for the local Orlando economy. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I think I know there's pockets of like very rich white people down there who are going to be able to spend money as much as they can. And like a 30% downturn in the market, it's not going to hurt them. That's the difference between them getting, you know, 150 and $120, $120,000 a year from their, you know, stock, you know, dividends and stuff. But it's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. And I think at the root of the problem is a lot of people that do this um, or jumped into this think that or don't realize this – a lot of these sites didn't do it overnight. For mm-hmm. example, t- you know, Tim was doing it, you know, as a side gig for almost 10 years before finally saying, all right, I'm done. I'm, I can I can rely on this as the sole source of income. I've been doing it inside Universal well, you know, website. I want to say, oh, you and I, you for – <clears throat> 10 to 11 years before I finally said, okay, I can rely on this, but I also have the ability to work from home as a part-time job. So I can combine the two and be able to make, you know, make a living off that. Yeah. Um, it's not like I just opened up the website and said, okay, now I'm going to make the money. You know, it's, it's been a process, you know, and, and some of the other successful websites like attractions, they have the means and they started small. Uh, mm-hmm. They did something different, you know, magazine, and then they grew to a video, and their YouTube channel grew. Now they're able to make it into a company. The, these these are the steps that you take. You start small, and then 
you get to that point. It's not like you throw all your chips into that basket. Um, and so, and, and for the people that did, that did it on a whim, and they were able to make it, good for them. Um, but now you're going to see that because, again, you're at the mercy of the park's um, direction, their decisions. Now what are you going to do for the content? And I, I, I it's... We're probably going to see a good, uh, I don't want to use massacre because it's kind of insensitive right now, but um, <laughs> a downsizing of, of creators for the time being, which might be a good thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say, so um, I, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to be heartless, but uh, no, but there's a, uh, a, a saying, I, I, it, I'm going to totally butcher it, so. But ba- but the gist comes from uh, Warren Buffett, and it is that a recession is like a tide going out to sea. You find out who's been swimming naked. Okay. <laughs> so the idea is that, you know, when, you know, there's a recession, you find out which businesses are standing on their own, you know, are well-supported, or businesses, period. Um. And then you kind of figure out from there what gets consolidated and what, you know, changes. Um, You know, we lost a lot of sites and people during 2018. Um, Not 2018, 2008. Um, We're probably going to be losing a lot of sites and resources in 2020 and probably 2021. Um, And it's just going to be really scary and confusing and... There's a lot going on, and I, I don't know what else to say um, besides that, but I just – I think the important thing is that we are here talking about it and saying, hey, these things exist, and, and you know, our, our, our feelings exist about it, and we can discuss them and, and talk about them and acknowledge them and say, like, you know – you know what, Brian? Nothing I want more in the world is for us to jump on a podcast in, like, August and be like, remember that coronavirus episode? <laughs> anyway, Halloween Horror Nights 30. Like, n- nothing in the world more than that. And um, I-, I think that it's just very cathartic. And I want us to, like, actually acknowledge this because – the worst thing we have is like we don't acknowledge these problems and we just kind of talk around them the whole time. And we need to face them head on because we have resources, we have knowledge. Now let's please tackle this. So that's kind of my final word on it. Um, I, I feel better. <laughs> I um, have polished off this bottle of Prosecco. So I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, how are you doing, Brian? Um, I'm looking forward to my dinner tonight, which will be uh, chicken wings. Ooh, uh, that sounds good. From where? Are, uh, are, are you making them at home? Oh, no, no, no. This is from Papa Bee's. This is... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard. I've heard of this Papa Bee's. I've, I should probably check out Papa Bee's. That sounds pretty good. It's worth the drive from the, the tourist district. It's It's... Everyone that's kind of said, are you sure that's the best wings? Yes. They eat it and they go, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so are, is it the wings or is it the, um, is it the sauce or is it both? 
Both. Both? Ooh, okay. Both. So I have my... Wings are good. You can... You can order them extra wet, extra crispy. So we, um, and the sauces are are divine. Nice. Uh, so uh, there's a place in Wexford, Pennsylvania, where I used to live, and it's called uh, Poor Richards, and they have what I consider some of the best wings from like size perspective. Like they're not like shitty, you know, like small wings. Like they're like a decent size, but they also have some of the best sauces I've ever had, including a I think it was a spicy raspberry sauce so it's like a sweet and sour sweet and spicy kind of mix but it's raspberry with heat so it's like really good yeah yeah so raspberry that's interesting yeah it's totally different so the the, other other sauces are really good too they have something over there that's i mean not not you know as inventive as that but their honey chipotle is actually really delicious too Ooh, that sounds good Mm. yeah no that sounds good well, I think in the end, we all need to support. Please support your local businesses, especially small businesses. Um, we need it. Everyone needs it. Um, go, go to your like, uh, you know, like your local non-chain restaurant. Buy a fifty-dollar, hundred-dollar gift card. Um, if you can do it online, even better. Buy it. Support them. Use it this summer, this fall. Um. Please, everyone, remember, wash your hands, 20 seconds at least. Any soap works. Um, soap kills. Uh, so basically, soap actually rips apart the outer membrane of the virus and destroys it. So washing your, your hands with soap does kill the virus. Um, at least 60% alcohol solution of um, of hand sanitizer also kills the virus. Um one of the one of the cool things, Brian. Um, there's a 3D printer manufacturer called uh, Prusa. They've actually um, changed their manufacturing line to start making hand sanitizer. Um, the world, oh, nice. yeah, the world, world World Health Organization actually has a formula online for free that you can use um, to make hand sanitizer. Um, is it an aloe gel, aloe vera gel, and Everclear? Uh, yes, it is actually. That's all yeah. they say. It's just basically. Pour Everclear in there, aloe vera gel, you're good. Uh, no, but it's it's a it, uh, joke. Everclear making a comeback from my college days. Yeah. <laughs> Why did my Jello shots turn so runny? I don't understand. Um, so no joke, it's 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 a process. So don't do it at home. But like if um if you own a small business and you do any sort of like chemical, you know, mixing, uh, it's something to look into for your local um uh, economy and also. Uh, the the community um, for free, um, or, or even just your employees to make. Um, uh, please visit uh, flattenthecurve.com for more information, as we discussed at the top of the episode. Um, there's plenty of resources and concepts and information there that will explain a lot of the more complex feelings and thoughts about the coronavirus. Um, make sure to read insideuniversal.com. Please. <laughs> uh, Make dot sure, net, dot net. Dot, dot net. Are you .net also? You're dot net. We're oh, dot you're net. net. Okay, I'm dot net too. So also go parkscope.net. Um, <clears throat> also, my my last side tangent was us looking to purchase parkscope.church, uh, but we felt like that may not be appropriate and uh, and and a little expensive. But parkscope.church would have been pretty good. Um, make sure uh, you guys are super nice to everyone in the in the in the service industry. 
Um, it's exceptionally hard on them right now. Um, please be at least tipping 20%. You should be doing this normally, but during this time, I'd highly recommend tipping 25, 30% if you can do that. Um, if you cannot do that, I would ex uh, advise buying gift cards to your local uh, restaurants, um, especially smaller places like uh, uh, here. We have a place called The Yard. Uh, they do really good sandwiches and burgers and beers. I'm planning on buying about $100 of gift certificates for them. Um, Melt in Cleveland is one of my favorites. I'm thinking about doing that also there. Um, please, 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 please support them um, during this hard time. Um, don't go to the parks the last few days. Like, there's people who are there on vacation, and they're going there because they're flying out Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and they're kind of stuck. So the idea is just social distance, everyone. Be smart. Um, again... Frozen 2 debuts tomorrow on Disney Plus. We all have Disney Plus. Just go watch Frozen 2. Um, Rise of Skywalker. Expect to be disappointed. Rise of Skywalker 2 is now available on uh, iTunes. Um, I can guarantee you that one is not good. But hey, it's better than yeah, nothing. Expect to, expect to be disappointed on that one too. Yeah. Um, I think every single movie should just be released early now. Just like, who cares? New Mutants has been delayed like five times. Just... Put out on freaking iTunes. Who gives a shit yeah, right now? Put Artemis, that song Artemis Fowl was supposed to come out like in like 2018 or something, and we're still like sitting on it. So like, just release it on iTunes. You're gonna get the same amount of money probably. Ugh, anyway, and it's not like you need to do a theatrical release for it. You know, for a freaking Oscar. Like, come on, guys. Like, just be smart. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Brian, uh, where can people find you online at? Still on monorail roulette red, licking the handrails. <laughs> oh, um, you can find me at InsideUniversal.net, on Twitter at InsideUniversal, and personally at BrianManIU. Fantastic. Uh, you can find me at Parkscope Joe. You can find all of our work at Parkscope.net and at Parkscope on Twitter. Um, normally we end the show by saying love everybody, hit everything. Um... I would say right now, and for the foreseeable future, uh, our closing motto should just be wash your hands for 20 seconds, use hand sanitizer, and uh, practice social distancing. And um, hopefully, someday soon, we will see you all at the parks. Kungalush. <laughs>